Oh, yeah. Ooh, what do we have here? Crack. No one knows. <laughs> we don't know. Don't nobody know what's happening. Oh, she is a cloudy girl. Oh, she's thick and moist. I got a ghoul. Okay, no head whatsoever. A little bit, a little bit. Here we go. All right. That is. You guys just need to learn how to pour beer. I got some. I wanted it this, all in at once. Holy shit. This looks like literal orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> she thick. Wow. She thick and nasty. Um, Mr. Rashog, oh. tell us. Tell us what this is. This is the brand new, completely unreleased uh, Mystery Machine Double IPA from some brewery called Five Roads Brewing uh, Company. Oh, whoa. Um, the reason why it's called Mystery Machine is there is an unknown amount of unnamed hops in this beer. Um, and it's a lot of hops. To clarify, that's not you guys saying that experimental varieties from Yakima Valley are unnamed and experimental and unreleased. Correct. It is unlabeled hops from the land beyond. <laughs> the, fr the freezer. Yes. <laughs> from Narnia. Um, Holy! So this so. is not this is not on tap yet. It's not even released in cans yet. It's just it literally got canned today, as um, we record this from the boy howdy. Boy howdy is yeah. That is a lot going on in my mouth. So we're just uh, starting off with a nine percenter. Whee! Oh, well, it is um. That's some. What am I tasting? Hops. I'm getting a lot of orange hops. hops. A lot of citrus. <laughs> I kind of get, there's something sweet. Malt. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, this is. I, it's, it's good though, it's nice. But like. I can definitely probably like, in a sitting have one of these. With, mm. And then like, switch over to something super light because this is a, yeah. a this mouth is a, this fucking is a palate wrecker. Yeah, this is, this a, is what this is. Mm -hmm. It is delightful. And I say that in an endearing way, yeah. not a bad way. Um, yeah, 9%. Um, that's what we label it as. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, we just figured... Well, I mean, to be honest, part of this is laziness. Because I didn't have a chance to go get beer from anywhere else. <clears throat> I think another part, too, is that I've been hearing about this so much that the moment you mentioned the possibility, it was like... Yeah, true. That is that. Imagine is that good. we're drinking an IPA and a double IPA. Yes, we're also it's recording a little bit different at the brewery currently. So Don't if it's a bit echoier in here, there's no, there's nothing soft in here. Nope, it's all hard surfaces. Three hard boys, three surly boys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Nick, do you got any of that uh, that beer news for us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, ironically, no, there is cool. really nothing going on right now. Well, it's it been a good show. <laughs> it, was a bit, it was a bit of a quiet week, uh, even in the States, like it was relatively quiet after um, the whole big news of, uh, uh, what the hell is her name, Til uh, Tilray uh, purchasing all the AB and Best stuff, mm -hmm. it's kind of went silent otherwise. Like, there's no mergers that have happened recently and uh, no major retirements or anything of the sort. Yep. Uh, and then in BC, the only thing really worth mentioning is um, 
as of recording this, in two days, the BC Beer Awards will be happening. Uh, so we're going to be having an episode following up that. Uh, mm-hmm. They obviously don't announce who won what ahead of time, so they just send out vague emails. Hey, you should probably attend. Right. Um, to make sure that people are there to collect their awards. I will be there drinking beer. Yes. I will not. It is one of my favorite events of the year because I either find a delicious beer that I've never had before and proceed to get blackout off of it, or I just get blackout <laughs> in general. So yep. it'll be a good night. <laughs> it is a beer industry event. Yes. There will be a lot of people in the same uh, frame of mind that you will be in. Yep. And a lot of conversations with people last year at the BC Beer Awards that I don't think most of them remember having a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always start the, start this event off real like casual and <clears throat> think I'm going to be normal throughout the day and then doesn't work. I find that one beer and I'm like I need more of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of lots of good beer to be had. Uh, I saw a couple names on there that uh, I didn't see last year, so I'm pretty stoked to one see the people from those breweries and try some of their stuff that I uh, don't get my hands on too often. Uh, I know that Sidekick Brewing uh, will be there. Uh, I've heard that they have gotten that vague email, so hopefully they've won a couple things. Um, Shout terms, out Sidekick. In terms of other. Uh, local breweries. I know uh, brewery around the corner here, Trading Post, will be there. Uh, my friend uh, Sean Kilby will be there. Okay. He also got that vague email, so <laughs> see if this year uh, him and I will be in the same awards category again for West Coast IPA. So well, He's been on the pod. I wonder has. if he's uh, he's gotten that vague email for that uh, stout that we tried of his. Uh, chocolate raspberry yeah, porter. That was very fucking good. Yeah. Oof. Uh, they've, had, they've had quite a few different beers. I don't think yeah. he entered that one, so uh, I guess I could kind of release what he entered. Oh, Ooh. can we? All right. This is breaking news. Uh, All right. I wouldn't say breaking news, but it's it's news. It's beer-related. I want to have breaking news on this podcast. One, one day. <clears throat> when we don't record at 9 p.m. Bear with me when... Uh, so for the BC Beer Awards, they entered the Hellas Lager, uh, the Amber Ale, Shocking. the Best Coast IPA, uh, the Canadian Pilsner, uh, the German Pilsner, the Raspberry Wheat Ale, and their High Riz, uh, which <laughs> is a hazy IPA, Paleo. I yeah. don't remember, but it's I had a, it. New, it was tasty. a New England style of, it was of a tasty beer. Tasty. variety. I don't I just love the alcohol content. I just hate, didn't love the name. Yeah, I hate the name, liked the beer. But yeah, yeah. so th- that's what they entered. They won for something in there. So. Sean Kilby is a Riz God. Yes. Sean Kilby, <laughs> the Riz God himself. So. Does he know what that means? He doesn't. Nope, he I has no clue. Uh, but yeah. I Shall be interesting to see what oh. uh, what people won. Uh, and a preemptive uh, congratulations to everyone that won awards. I'll be drinking your beer on Saturday, yes. hopefully. <laughs> hopefully I remember it. All um, right, what's the beer news, Adam. Adam Mishog. Mr. Um, man. The, um, did you all hear the news about the uh, founder and CEO, Brian Smith, of Persephone Brewing? I saw that there is a fundraiser happening, but I yeah. don't know what happened. I saw a GoFundMe. I don't know the details of said Yeah, GoFundMe. so he was in a awful biking accident, uh, broke eight vertebrae Jesus. in his back, oh, and underwent major surgery on those vertebrae, and... Um, 
doctors are saying he's likely to never walk again. That sucks. So, uh, our friends are on the corner, farm country. Um, as we record this tomorrow, Thursday, um, so Thursday, October 19th, they're holding a fundraiser for him to donate to the GoFundMe. Uh, at six o'clock, they're doing live music. 50-50 draw, silent auction, beer and food and stuff like that. Um, okay, shout out yeah, that's Farm just, Country for stepping up and doing that. That's, that's good. brutal news. That's rough. So, that's... We should put the I, link yeah, to said GoFundMe uh, in the podcast and social medias. We will, yeah. Well, so get well soon, Brian. Yeah, get well soon. That's yes. uh, to shout out to uh, Persephone even further on that. Persephone uh, was the pioneer for getting uh, ALR land. Uh, for those who don't know that, it's agricultural land, like agricultural use primary, uh, mm-hmm. zoned and able to be zoned for breweries of their uh, style. So, for instance, locality, yep. Barnside, uh, more to come that have yet to open. Uh, or if they are going to open. Uh, essentially, Persephone uh, paved the way for them. If it wasn't for Persephone, you know, eventually someone would have done it, but it would have been a lot harder for anyone else, like locality, to even think about opening without the help of Persephone paving the way. Yeah. So. Uh, as always, if you can, uh, <clears throat> hit the link that we're going to share. And donate. Um, it is not going to be an easy path, but hopefully with this GoFundMe, he's got uh, a bit of help there. Yeah. Uh, no easy way to segue out of this. No. No. Um, sports? Shall we dive into sports? Let's do it. Uh, do we want to do hockey, or do we want to go football reactions and predictions for the week to come? Let's go footy. Footy? Um, perfect. So, Mac Jones... <laughs> is really good at football. He's poo-poo garbage. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like... I feel like I could be better at quarterback right now. You couldn't be worse. Yeah. You couldn't be worse. Because I, I would dump it off to Zeke every single play. Yep. Yep. Just swing left, um, swing right, hand it off. I could have a better completion percentage, I think. Probably. Um, I did see that he is st- still your starter this weekend, so that's fun. I think at this point, I I don't I don't know what they're trying. I guess technically speaking, Mac Jones still gives them the best chance to win. Is he the best quarterback on that team? Uh, because I haven't seen enough of the other ones. Yes, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Which is awful okay. to say. Yeah, it's but pretty like, dire circumstances there. But yeah, I'm. I like. I didn't. I. I can't. I. I can almost not watch it right now. That's how bad it is. Like while he's at quarterback. But I don't think it's all on him. I think the. I think the the coaching staff, mainly, the Bills. Bill O'Brien. Mainly the Bills had, uh, Belichick and Bill O'Brien. I think they're just. I don't know. Out I think they're, they're just. I think yeah. I think they're getting passed by the younger kind of generation. Their play calling is not. Is not is just old school. I think they're just kind of stuck in the past, and it's. Yeah. 
getting passed up by guys like Mike McDaniel. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think they just <coughs> Robert think, Kraft. Has I think up. I've said this in the past. They have done nothing to help their quarterbacks in terms of getting them options to throw to. Um, like they've gotten away with it in the past, where they could take a half decent wide receiver and have Tom Brady turn him into a some somebody. Mm-hmm. But Mac Jones isn't Tom Brady. Mac Jones is throwing to Devontae Parker, uh, Juju Smith, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. Like, these are guys that probably wouldn't start on a lot of other rosters. So you're giving him nothing. Nothing. Um, you've got Ramondre Stevenson, who is a very good running back, but teams aren't worried about the throw, so they're able to stop him because he's been pretty mediocre this season after a fairly good season last year. Um, yep. It is... It, it, yeah, I get it. It's tough to watch because I've, I've actively in fantasy been picking defenses that are going against the Pats. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it also doesn't help that their best three defensive players are now out. No, that doesn't help on the defensive side. Just uh, J- Josh Uche now. You guys are for just eight, so eight Judon Gonzalez, yeah. Uche and Uche. Are now out. You just traded for J.C. Jackson. Has he seen the field yet? Uh, you a few snaps last yeah. week. Yeah, it's dire out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, you just—I <clears throat> don't think uh, Robert Kraft would ever fire any coach, let alone Bill Belichick, mid-season. No, I think you just take the season for what it's worth. Go get a draft pick. Hopefully let him go in the offseason. Do you think he goes? Do you think he goes? And if he goes, does he go into, go into media or does he just sail off the sunset? I don't think he I goes. I can't imagine him in media. Because that's no, what they were talking about. They, they're like, they might just make him the highest paid media guy because, like, He's got the brain for it. Like, he's obviously proven. Have you in seen his, his interviews though? Yeah, he's got n- no. Per- he's got the personality of a coat rack. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe that's just his personality as a coach. Like he doesn't mm. want to give you one way maybe, or another. Yeah, he just, maybe yeah. outside. Well, I mean, that's that, true. Maybe he's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I mean, I think he's funny at the podium just because he's so dry, he's so, so sarcastic. And, yeah, and like it's, yeah. that's that works for some people. Like that might be good for a certain audience. I could see I th- him leaving the coaching spot, but staying in the organization as like director of football operations or something. That's my. Like that. That's honestly my biggest fear. I was yeah. just gonna say like I don't. You, I'm not I saying don't, it's a good thing. I'm yeah, saying I, I could don't, see that happening. Like he, he's, he's just. Yeah, he's out of touch. He needs to. I don't know. I I also have a feeling that some other team might nab him if he gets fired. I, I could see that for sure, but it's just NFL is very different to the other sports in the sense that they're more willing to start going with younger options instead of just recycling the coaching carousel. Like where you see in the NHL, like for example, Mike Babcock had no business getting hired by the Blue Jackets, but because of his history and he's been in there before, he got hired instead of going with like perhaps someone younger. The NFL does sort of tend towards the Mike McDaniels, Kevin O'Connells, the Sean McVeighs. Like they're going a younger direction. So I wonder if he just kind of. There's always stupid GMs out there, though. You're correct. Yeah. 
You are correct. Yeah, and Robert Kraft has a hard time letting go. So maybe he just sticks around forever. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe he's, but he's the Greg Popovich of the NFL right now. Just not as good. Just not as good. It's just fucking... Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Do we want to recap last week then? So we started with the Denver, Denver Broncos and the Chiefs on Thursday. Um, yes. Another boring game. Yeah, that was rough. I thought this was going to be a very one-sided game. But it just ended up being like an absolute snooze fest. Um, Speaking of someone out of touch, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Ooh. Does Russell Wilson keep his job next year? No. He, no, he should not either. If Broncos finish top five, they're drafting one of those quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So As should the Patriots. Except I saw a mock draft right now that had the Patriots picking fourth. <laughs> And the mock draft was them picking Marvin Harrison Jr., which is not like a bad pick, but like I mean, he's probably going to be a generational talent at wide receiver. I, I yeah, also but like, don't have a decent quarterback forward. throwing at him. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't help. Um, and I was just like, are you fucking? Kidding? So speaking of those two teams, Denver and the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, like I, I asked, will Russell Wilson be the quarterback next year? Probably not. But does Russell Wilson at any point during this season get benched? I've seen rumors also maybe of the no. Broncos going for Trey Lance. In a trade. Yeah. And then the deadline is the thirty first. Does he if that happens, like, does he lose his job to Trey Lance? Go with someone young. It really mm-hmm. just even seems if like even a, if he's entirely unproven. I mean well, they how, have nothing much, to lose. How much worse can he get? Literally nothing right? to lose. Once again, Russell Wilson gives them the best chance to win. He does, yes. Is there any quarterback that has had their legacy ruined so quickly after a move that you can think of? Uh, Matt Ryan? Joe Montana? Actually, he didn't really have his legacy ruined. Yeah, like... Oh, no, he won in Kansas City. When you, th- when you think back about him, though, like, you think of a legend. Yeah. When you think back of Matt Ryan, you don't necessarily think of the years where he's hanging on. You think of him as a falcon. No, unfortunately... I so Russell Wilson, at this point, like, yeah. do people really think of him as, like, a multi... Million dollar Super Bowl winning. No, not at this point. I think he's just looked at probably the cringiest like quarterback. He's, he's mid. No, they yeah. think of him as let's ride. Let's yeah, ride. Exactly. Um, and then on the Chiefs side, they made a trade today. McCall Hardman, right? Picked up McCall Hardman. Does that move the needle for anyone? Like, in terms of fantasy, would you pick him up? No, in I'd my, still pick up someone like Rice. And I was just going to say, in my opinion, Rice is still the better wide receiver in that core. Nothing changes there. Uh, let's go with... Talk the about a coach ruining your fantasy. Like, besides Kelsey. Yeah. You can't trust... Maybe Pacheco, but you can't trust any receiver because, like, nope. they move the balls around so well. Yeah, I mean, that's a good... That's a testament to to Mahomes, in my opinion, is that he's so difficult to guard and scheme for because, he's, yes, he's going to go to Kelsey. If Kelsey's not there, he's not going to force it. He's going to go yep. to Rice, begrudgingly Tony. Like they, They've got some mid-options, but he, he is making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens played the Titans in Jolly Old. Jolly Old? Uh, I regret waking up Hey, you want a hot dog? I regret I don't know why you this. woke up for it. I honestly. wake up for all the games. I'm already up, and I'm like, cool, let's go. And I was just like, I but can't why? stay awake. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing watching this fucking game? Yeah. Everybody here sucks. Yeah, the London games are never good. 
Um, also, wasn't it on at 6.30 in the morning here? Yeah. Yeah, you're a psychopath. <laughs> um, the Titans look awful, and Malik Willis might be the worst backup quarterback in the league. Um, yes. In terms of just yeah. awareness of in-the-pocket and game management... Like he looks were, uncomfortable with the football in his hand. He, do, he doesn't look like he wants to throw it ever. He doesn't look like he wants to ever like put he it just anywhere wants to other run than run away. Yeah. Hmm. Like, he, they got down to the two-minute drill. Changed him to running back. Yes. Needed to score. That's all he wants to do. He held on to the ball and got sacked when that was not an option. You need to throw that fucking ball away. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I think, had a good game, if I don't remember, if I remember correctly. He did, like 7 for 80 or something like that? Yeah, he had a decent game. Hopkins, no, he had a bad game. He was 1 for 20. It was a game before he had a good game. That was it. Um, Tajay Spears, 1 for 48. That's, uh, that's it. Over, under, what week, what week are we going into right now? We're going into 7. Week 7. Yeah. Uh, over, under, week 10. Ryan Tannehill loses his job. I don't think he's pl- he's playing again for the Titans now. Ever? Well, not I, ever. Like this season? Like this season, at least. I think this really? ankle sprain is probably enough for them to just pack him up and. Like even if he's healthy, you don't think they they start? I don't think Willis so. Like, or Levi's? I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna try at least. The old or, mustard in his coffee. Yeah. Boy. No mayo. <laughs> mayo in his coffee. Mayo. Yes. Sorry. Um, I think they got to see what they have because Tannehill's not coming back next year. They're not going very far with what they got now, so why not see what you got in Willis, which I think we already know we have in Willis. What you got, Willis? I think that 7-10 record that we all more or less agreed on for them is pretty generous at this point. At this point? I mean, they've won a couple games that I was shocked by, but yeah. They're going to be bad. Oh, yeah, he's only on a one-year deal. Yeah, so at the end of the year, he's gone. Thirty-five um, years old. So see what you got in Levis or ride Willis to a top pick. Uh, and the Ravens, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. They're just Lamar Jackson. They're up and down. Needs to hey? be better. He needs to be more consistent. Uh, the Washington Commanders bent the Falcons over. <laughs> Falcons suck, or more appropriately, Desmond, Desmond Ritter, Ritter sucks. sucks. Yeah, how um, have they not started the Heine boy yet? I don't know. They're very against it. Uh, this was the one time that he really threw the ball uh, regarding Ritter. He was 28 for 47 for 307 yards, uh, two passing touchdowns, and three picks. Yeah, um, so the first time he actually throws the ball, and he's not good. Yeah. Uh, Drake London had himself a game, which is nice to see. Kyle Pitts showed up. Hello, Kyle Pitts. We're First touchdown of the year. Yeah. We're into week six, sir. Yeah, um, and uh, Bijan continues Bijan to disappoint. Bijan. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he looked good briefly at the beginning, but so far he's just been pretty... I mean, it's, it's I mean, he pretty, doesn't have much to work with. It's not that. I, it's not just that. I think it's that teams have realized Desmond Ritter isn't going to throw the fucking ball. Yeah. So it's going to one player. Um, Howell was decent. Howell is shocking me in the sense that he's better than I thought he's going to be. He's definitely a decent fantasy option right now. Yeah. He's not bad. I thought Brisket was going to take over by week eight. 
but I think brisket is uh, brisket. You mean? No, nope, brisket. I think he's done. Like meat. Yeah. Like brisket. <laughs> Correct. Thank you. <laughs> Jokes are so much funnier when you explain them. Um, I think this was so our <laughs> the biggest shock of the day. The Niners losing to the Browns. Not for me. Not for Nick either. Nick thinks they're the Super Bowl champs. The Browns? Yeah. No. Better than what you guys think, yes. Um, I was shocked because once I saw that it was P.J. Walker at quarterback, I thought they were fine. But then, it's that defense, man. But then you lose McCaffrey and Debo. Yeah, makes makes some sense. But that defense is good. Brock Purdy literally looked like he didn't know what to do if he didn't have he was, the drop yeah, off option. Yeah, you take away Christian his McCaffrey. the best player yeah. in the field, he's fucked. Yeah. Which which also to me he says, still looked better than Desmond Ritter. He did. But <laughs> and Mac Jones. But this also to me says a lot about how much better he is and has shown to be. Than Lance, because Lance, all he really needed to do was dump it off to Christian, and he would look like a stud. Yeah. Like he has a cheat code in that in that running back, but he wasn't able to take advantage. Um, hmm. So that was that shock of the game. I think a lot of people in Survivor pools got eliminated based on that. Probably. Uh, the next game, the Saints and the Texans. Texans are sneaky. I am, they are sneaky. I am liking Stroud, um, and he's making do with some pretty good weapons here. He's got uh, Nico Collins and Tank Dell, not currently because he's out with a concussion, but Tank Dell's a good option. Um, Damian Pierce is losing snaps to Singletary. Hmm. I think Damian Pierce is on the way out of that offense. Yeah, which is shocking because he was a big part of it last year. I know, and a part of, big part of it in the preseason. Um I don't really know what changed there. Like, it's not like they're downing games that they're throwing the ball more and they need the passing back. Excuse me, but he's just not as effective as he was last year. Yeah. yeah. It's been pretty night and day. Yeah. That division right now is wide open, in my opinion. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who wins it. Uh, the Panthers and the Dolphins. The Panthers are going to continue <laughs> their downward spiral. Yeah. To, to just being... Oh, and awful. But they got a hot start, though. They did. And, and I was very surprised to see the score of 14-0 when I turned that game on. Yeah. And also, suddenly, Adam Thielen is... That's what I was going to bring up. Did you guys know that Adam Thielen on the season is the wide receiver five? In fantasy? In fantasy. Uh, I saw That's he was insane. one of the biggest fantasy winners. I didn't see um, his rank, though. I was offered a trade today in one of my leagues because I'm dealing with a bipocalypse. And it was for him and another player and I looked at it and I was like so you're giving me trash for who is apparently the number five wide receiver right now in fantasy I'm gonna go ahead and pass yeah Mm. um but I'm not I can't say I'm overly shocked he is consistent reliable and has always been a red zone target so Bryce Young is just using what's available to him yeah Uh, and the Dolphins are gonna Dolphin they they're so good offensively. I actually think they are the best offense in the league right now. Easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'll find much argument with that one. And Jeff Wilson, I think, is off IR now. Yes, yes. So now they've got Jeff Wilson, <laughs> Mostert, uh, and eventually A-Chan will come back. Um, 
It's someone else. The in that Dolphins backfield. have 223 points for on the season, <laughs> comparatively through six games. Comparatively through six games, the Patriots have 72. Holy through fuck! Seven I'm sorry, what? Games, they only have 72 through points. Six games. Six games. The Patriots Dear have 72 God. points. That's by well them, them and the Steelers are the lowest. Uh, Steelers have 79. Everyone else has over 100. Nope, I lied. The Giants have 71. The Giants have one less point than the Patriots. That actually makes me happy. <laughs> but <laughs> the Dolphins have 223. It's a small victory in life. It is a small victory for life. Troll, if you're listening, fuck the Giants. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh, the next closest, by the way, 184 points. The 49ers. Damn. I mean, they're on record-setting pace. I they think. are. Like, Tyreek Hill is on. He's he's another cheat code. Break the he, all-time receiving record he for is the season. Another cheat code. Uh, all right, so we got the Seahawks and the Bengals. The Bengals just points. narrowly beat the Seahawks. Both these teams have not looked good at all. That um, game had me sweating just because I needed the Bengals to win by three for my parlay. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Dancing. Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow and my ESPN team have lost me three matchups already. Absolute brutal. I would say things are looking up for the Bengals, though. I think I think Burrow's looking in the right better. direction. They Mick, are. Mixon hasn't really improved. No. Joe Burrow, yes. Yeah, I just traded away Mixon for Tua, which I'm liking right now. That is an interesting trade for the other side. Correct. Why they would take Mixon for Tua? Because their other two quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts and. Is this a super Kurt flex? Because like the quarterback. This is the one we're in. Oh, the NFL one. Yes. Okay. I was very confused why someone would make that trade. Um, all right, the Colts and the Jags. The Jags spank the Colts. Um, what was the final score? Thirty-seven to twenty. Gardner Minshew f- threw up multiple prayers. None of them were answered by his own team. Um, the Jags just took him in. And Minshew officially the starter for the rest of the year. We didn't mention that. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, Anthony Richardson had surgery today. So my guess season. for rookie of the year is now wrong. That's a shame too. He was like the Colts weren't great, but he was. Did he finish a game this season? I think he finished one. Did yeah, he? One. One or two. I think he was like healthy for the first two. He had the concussion issue. Was and that in then, game two, though? Uh, it was either two or three. Yeah. In game one, I thought he left with a knee injury. It was game two. Was it? Yeah. And then, I guess, concussion game three? That yeah. would, sounds right, then, yeah. And then, so he finished one game this season. Man, that sucks. I really hope, and I mean this, I really hope it doesn't go the way of Andrew Luck, where injuries just end up... Plaguing his career, yeah. 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 Um, because when he's playing, he's exciting. And I think there's a lot I mean, of development say there it? to do. Sample size. Sample size. Yeah. Hopefully, this sample size is not indicative of an entire career. Correct. That's what it. But I'm also not saying that he's as good as Andrew Luck was. No. I'm just saying that different quarterbacks. Not many quarterbacks are, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then we move on, move on to the Raiders and the Patriots. Um, do we even need to? There's very few teams in the league that can make the Raiders look that good. There was there was one throw. <laughs> I don't think they looked good. No, they didn't. Uh, they There's, looked a lot better than the Patriots. <laughs> There's one play I, I mean, remember I watching this game, and Mac Jones rolls out to his right. 
has a wide open tight end. I don't know if it was Henry or Gasicki. Wide open. And he overthrows it right into the defender's arms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? who are you throwing to? Like, Gasicki or Henry are not that tall. They also don't have that kind of vertical, so they're not going to be able to catch that anyways. What are you doing? No one knows. No one knows. Um, Just move on, please. Uh, we'll touch on one of the small victories, because one of our teams won this week. Shockingly, Gee. it was mine. Mm, um, yeah, it wasn't mine. Yay. We beat the Bears. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> We're 1-0 and against our division, so that is... That's just top notch for me. That was a first divisional game? Yeah. Six weeks in? Yeah. Huh. Shocking, yeah. Um, offense looked awful. And I think it's going to take a bit of time for them to figure out life after Jefferson for the first few games. Yeah. Um, defense was not terrible. Strip sack on, on the rookie, Bilbo Badgen. And uh, I'm sorry. That's not actually his first no, name. No, Badgen. Okay. It's his, his, I knew that was his last name. I, I don't like using these random nicknames. Yeah, for I people, was I just know. really, really hoping that was his first name because no. I was about to get a jersey. No, his. <laughs> That's how much I love that name. Um, <laughs> no, that was the first thing that came to mind when I. I don't even know what his first name is. I don't even know who you're talking about. Tyson Badgett? Is it Tyson Badgett? It's something Badgett. The backup for the Bears? Yeah, undrafted Badgett. And anytime I heard Badgen, I thought Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> okay. So he got strip sacked, went home, or they took it home. Tyson Badgen. Tyson Badgen. Uh, undrafted. <laughs> I didn't know he was in the league. I thought it was Nathan Peterman who was their backup. Uh, probably would have been better for the, uh, for the Vikings. Um, I don't even know what college he played for. He was a Div 2 college. He was for the Shepherd Rams. Yeah. Never heard of it. Jeez. Okay. Um, he had yeah, one Justin really Fields good. Out. He had one really good drive, and then threw a pick. So that was the end of that fairy tale. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how long Fields is going to be out. It's a dislocated thumb on his throwing hand, which yeah, that, that can't be comfortable. No, can't be comfortable. But also, <laughs> how the fuck are you going to throw a ball? Your thumb is very crucial in this, is it not? Throw left-handed. You just. <laughs> Lunch at this just point. like yeah, it's not gonna work. Um, Jordan Addison touchdown. I love that kid. If it's they can, if they can really get something going with, uh, you know, Caleb Williams maybe joining the Vikings in in the draft here. There's no way they finish that low. Uh, they would have to trade out for that. Williams is going top ten, probably top five. The I think, Vikings I think, might finish that low. I think Williams ends up going first or second. Depending on where the Panthers finish and where the Bears finish. Or the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Do you think, and this is just... The Panthers finish last, the Bears have their pick. So, it depends Oof. on if they want to commit yeah, to... Yeah, so they might have one, too. It, de- it depends on if they want to commit to Justin Fields or if they want to... That was going to be my trade ba- trade back. imagine Bears picking, like... First and second. Williams, Harrison. Just boom, one, two. A lot of mock drafts have that happening. Yeah. Hmm. They move uh, on from Fields, and they take Williams, and then they take Harrison, number two. How realistic do you think that is? Do you think they move on from Fields this early? No, I don't. Uh, I think they should. I don't think they will. Yeah, I can see that. I think, like, if, like, let's say hypothetically, Panthers finish last, Bears finish second last, they get the one and two pick. I think they trade that number one pick What was that back. trade that the 
got the pen. The um, I don't remember. A couple of firsts and DJ Moore, I believe, for the pick. Oh, it was the DJ Moore trade that DJ got them the number one overall yeah. pick this year. Well, oh, possible number one overall pick. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. They didn't protect it either, the Panthers. No. I don't, they, I don't think the Bears would have done the trade if they protected it. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, potentially one, two there. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll move away from Fields. I think they should. I, I, I've seen nothing from Fields over a consistent basis that's proven that he's going to win them any more than five to seven games. I think year. he is a poor man's Jalen Hurts without the throw. Yeah. I wouldn't move on from him yet. And, and that's a, he's, it's too early to do it, but it's also like Caleb Williams is a better quarterback than him. So it's Arguably just as mobile. Arguably. And, and smarter with his reads and has a better arm. Yeah. Granted, he's playing in college, so like who knows how well yeah. his reads are going to translate to NFL. He's also football. not on a very good team right now. Caleb Williams or yeah. Justin Fields? Caleb Williams. Both. I mean, Caleb Williams, respective to their divisions, Caleb Williams is on a much better team. USC just isn't as good. USC's offensive line is exceptionally good. The Bears? Isn't USC, like, undefeated, though? No. No, they just recently lost. They're, like, 12th in the nation. Um, All right, let's move on to the hottest team in the league. (laughs) Detroit Lions. Soon-to-be NFC North champions. If they lose this, they would have to collapse to lose this division. I'm rooting for that. Well, I am not. 18 now, USC. 18, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I hope they win the division. I hope they implode. Well, uh, well of course you do. I have, I have, yeah, fuck them. Aside from your bias as being a Vikings fan, yes. what reason would you want to see a team that has never had any success not get success? Yeah, I'm stay in your place. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm fully on the Lions bandwagon. I year. only like Dan Campbell. I that's as far as I go there. Really? I mean, I like to see the David Montgomery around. I like Jared. I like Jared Goff. Jared Goff throws one of the nicest balls in the league. Goff, you like his balls, eh? Everyone I wrote him very off. Very much like his balls. They or did. What, what should I say? Wrote him Goff. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, with the Rams. Everyone was saying, oh, he's, he's terrible, he's overrated, it's just the team around him, he's not actually that good. He goes to Detroit, and he's immediately like a top 10 quarterback statistically. I think he's an excellent game manager. I think he's like Kirk Cousins plus. Ooh. I think he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. He plays a similar like role. I, don't, I wouldn't say style, but a similar role, but I think he's a better quarterback. In what sense? And throwing ability in reads, which is essentially what those two types of quarterbacks or that that type of quarterback relies on, because they're not mobile. No, I mean golf is a bit more mobile golf than Cousins, more mobile but than that's also an age thing, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're both very safe quarterbacks to have. Like, I don't understand the. I do understand, and I don't understand the Kirk Cousins hate, but it's the same kind of hate that golf got. Yes, um, that's why I like the why I'm drawing that so comparison. I see, yeah, I, like see, I see the parallel. People there. think they're this boring quarterback that doesn't deserve the credit, but they're not going to turn the ball over. They're, they're going to throw for games. they're going to throw for a, a, bu- a bunch of touchdowns, but they're not going to like be the main reason why you win a Super Bowl. 
is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And they deserve more credit than they get. I think if you put enough weapons around those guys, and they clearly have currently in... I mean, both teams have weapons, and both quarterbacks have flourished. Yeah. So, like, it shows that if you put the weapons around that they're going to be... They're, they're a football IQ-based quarterback. Correct. That's a good way to... They're just, to, not, a, to they're just not the sexy quarterback. Yes, they're not correct. The, Go- that's why Goff, yeah. Goff and Cousins are the same same um, way, different. Yeah, Tampa looks like they're finally coming down to earth. Um, Unsurprisingly. Yeah, because their quarterback sucks. Would you take Baker Mayfield right now no. over Mac Jones? No. No. Fuck Baker. Mm. I'm a Baker hater, though. Why? I just don't like his face or his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair on that. About him. Okay. Uh, I think, as it stands right now, Baker Mayfield is more attractive quarterback than Mac Jones in their current play. I don't know. Have you seen that picture of Mac Jones in his underwear? <laughs> I have not. No, oh, I have. That might change your tune. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, let's go back and touch real quick here. Uh, Montgomery is out for the foreseeable future, it looks like, with... Yep. Uh, some sort of rib injury. Wait, which guy? Montgomery. David Montgomery. Jameer Gibbs doesn't seem to be able to stay healthy. Uh, Jameer Gibbs should be coming back. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah he Reynolds is too. having a hard time even getting on the field. So yeah. He's looked good when he's been on the field. Yeah. But it's yeah. just a matter of when. Uh, Amon Ra is my least favorite player in the league. Why? He just is. I have honestly no reason for it. Nah. But he just angers me. But he is consistently... Have you lost to him in fantasy? Probably. Because that would make sense. Yeah, probably. That's, <laughs> uh, but that's what I thought. Yeah, that was my immediate thought just, process. This man lost a fantasy mass- matchup because of He Amon is Ron. just someone that... He won me a fantasy I matchup against Adam this week. I overlook him so often, and then I'm just like, why, are you, why do you overlook this guy? CD came close. Um, yeah, James and Willie, who can be least, the least bad between us? <laughs> Jameson Williams. Yep. I Is he back this week? He, played, he scored yeah. a touchdown. He's, on, he's healthy. He scored a fucking beautiful touchdown. Picked him up off the waivers in two leagues. And I would recommend anyone that's in a deep league where he's still on the waiver wires that needs wide receiver help, pick him up. And if this player is on your wire in any of your leagues, um, Sam Laporta. Yeah. Safety, safety net for Goff. And if Goff likes someone, he's going to throw to them a lot. But even not even just the safety net. There's been a couple of plays where Sam Laporte has gone deep. Yeah. You know, and he's not running your traditional tight end routes where it's just five and curl. He's not an easy guy to take down either. He's a big boy. Sam Laporte is on your waiver wire. Your league sucks. Correct. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say, but I didn't say. So yeah. thank you for saying it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he should not be on the waivers anywhere, but if he is, no. pick him up. Next, we got the LA Rams destroying the Cardinals. Shocker. There's not yeah. much to say. Surprise, surprise. No. Uh, Cooper Cup is getting Cooper Cup. Yep. Uh, this was the first game where Puka did lose a bit of biggest, Puka. Biggest fantasy loser of the week, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, um, I don't P- foresee Puka it being honors. a consistent thing. I think just Cooper Cup. Is so re- regression good. to Cooper Cup being yeah. back. There will be a balance. Yep. Uh, um, Kyler Murray able to practice now. He did so practice, I wonder if actually. that will. Um, it sounds like he practiced, and they'll go with Dobbs this week and see where they are next week. Um, I don't see why they would be in a rush to put him back in there, though. No, I mean, no Dobbs, Dobbs has looked serviceable. And that's part he's of why. great, no, right? like but he's serviceable. He's not, gonna, he's not losing them games. Nope. nope. They're just not winning games. Yeah. Except I mean, they're, they're not good. <laughs> um, also, Kyron Williams sounds like a high ankle sprain, probably missing a few weeks for the Rams. It's usually like a four-week recovery um, kind of time. 
Zach Evans was their only running back, and then today they signed fucking everyone from the past. I think they signed Miles Gaskins, uh, Daryl Henderson, and yeah. Damian Williams. If you've heard those names before, it's 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 been a while since they've been relevant. It's been a hot minute. Uh, moving on, mm-hmm. we the another shocker: the Jets beat the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> what? That one's that one's way more shocking to me than the Browns. To me. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened there. I don't I mean, know it either. Was, it wasn't a pretty Hurts, game to watch. Jalen Hurts was much. making some questionable decisions. Awful decisions. Yeah. Um, the Jets still do have a lot of good weapons, and their defense is still very good. So on any given week, I could see this being a regular occurrence, but fuck, man. I didn't see this coming. Another game that probably eliminated people from their survivor pools. You know who wasn't terrible again? Zach Wilson. Yeah. He was okay? Yeah, he's... He didn't lose them the game? The MILF Hunter is a... No interceptions. Have you seen that stat that ever since he saw Donna Kelsey yeah. in, the, in the stands, he's he outplayed like, Patrick Mahomes. He beat the, beat the uh, Eagles. And, oh, it's so yeah. good. Um, speaking of the Jets, it, it like somehow all signs are pointing to Aaron Rodgers coming back this weekend. Not this week, sorry, this, this year. year. I don't know. That how. makes no sense. Uh, to me. I mean, he was like they showed video of him not in a cast. Walking without a limp already. They showed him throwing a ball. Granted, what I thought it was fucking hilarious was like, Aaron Rodgers making a comeback. It's first time throwing since the Achilles heel. This is an Achilles injury. Yeah, you don't need your fucking Achilles to throw a ball, dickhead. He's all that ayahuasca, baby. (laughs) You get that fucking high, it doesn't matter what pain is. He was probably in the darkness. Yeah, darkness retreat in ayahuasca. Uh, All right, and then, oh fuck, was. This might have been the oh. most boring game I have watched in a long time. Is it the Chargers oh my and God. No, it was, was the Bills and Giants. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. fair. That, that game was... For a primetime game? The Bills... I thought the Bills were going to fucking crush them. Full transparency here. I fell asleep during that game. I <laughs> did not. Um, we went to one of our friends' house. Uh, he's a big Giants fan, and Alana's um, a Bills fan now. For the last two years, that's disgusting. And is she a Bills fan divorce. or a Josh Allen fan? She's a Diggs fan. Divorce immediately. Diggs fan. She's a Diggs fan. Okay. Well, she likes uh, that BBC. And, and I think it stems <laughs> from him being with the Vikings. Um, the the uh, the the spread on this game before was more than the Bills got in points. I wish we could still see that because that what would was be, the spread on? Yeah, what was the spread? fourteen and a half points? Wow! And they won fourteen to nine. It was bad. I know real. because I bet on it. Because anything over... I was going to say, this sounds like you were hurt. <laughs> no. Anything over 12 points, I usually take the underdog. Oh, okay. Because it's pretty... Asinine. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, Nick, we finish with you. <laughs> Yay. Cowboys and Chargers. It uh, was actually... A, that was a pretty good game. I didn't get to watch all well, of it. Well, for a neutral fan. Yes, correct. For a Chargers fan, this is the same shit, different piles, what it is. Um, the Chargers are second in the NFL for three point or less losses in the last two years with six. All we do is we lose close games. So what would it take to push that over the edge? Give it to a Eckler. defense that Co- can stop people or on coaching. a consistent base. Coaching basis. Uh, you know, I don't want to blame Brandon Staley completely. I think. 
overall, uh, more or less, it's been good. But like, I mean, at least you manage the clock better than Tyrod Taylor. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Cool. That was bad. <laughs> I do like the aggressiveness of how often we we go. I say we as in the Royal We for the Chargers. Uh, go for it. Go for it on uh, fourth down and like take risks. But you know, losing players consistently over the last couple of years, like Mike Williams, who basically never plays football, uh, Keenan Allen at times, uh, Austin Eckler not staying healthy. Like it's kind of hard to blame coaching when you have a lot of your big parts constantly missing. The offensive line has injuries. Is still solid, but. Uh, it's more or less it's it's a defensive issue and then in games like this even when the defense plays well every once in a while you have bad Herbert and bad Herbert is is basically Zach Wilson when he plays like that just with better hair I was super frustrated because I went into this Monday nighter needing 8 points or 9 points 9 points from Austin Eckler he didn't get it 9 9 and yeah. he didn't get it. Didn't get it. Yeah. I lost two fantasy matchups because of Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert in that game. I fucking hate that man right now. Yeah. It's, well, you know, it, it's kind of a write-off loss to me. Like, Eckler's coming back. He's coming off a couple weeks. And I think that's weeks. a big part of it is he's coming back from his injury, so they didn't overwork him. But there's times where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing out there, Kelly? Yeah. The two weeks prior, they looked much better. Hmm. Uh, um, even, even without a running game. So I'm not going to blame coaching yet. But uh, to be honest, like, if they finish round 900 – or miss the playoffs period this year, he's got to go. 900 does, would be great. Does Herbert not have right, an injury? 500, thank you. I know. Injury on one of his <laughs> hands or fingers? Uh, his non-throwing non, Non-throwing hands. ring finger is injured, yeah. So that probably didn't affect anything. Cool. The only thing it, they, they were talking about it affecting Hand those um, handoffs under center, mm. but, yep. you know. Yeah. He was able to field the ball. He didn't mishandle any snaps. He didn't no. mishandle he got, any handoffs. He got smoked a couple times, though, too. Yeah. That one Micah Parsons sack. That Micah Parsons, he's good at football. He's Weird okay. thing about that is Micah Parsons was, like, not even part of the game. They hadn't said anything about he him quiet in, for until while. basically midway through the third quarter, and all of a sudden he just took the game over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's one of those players. It's like, doesn't matter how you... You got the commentator's jinx because yeah. yeah. his name didn't come up, and then the... Yeah. Well, they said, oh, Micah Al Parsons Michael's? hasn't done anything tonight. He, and it's no, like, he, they said he hasn't had a sack in two games in the very next uh, play. Yeah. Boom. Lazy um, saying shut out. Before we... Yeah, not, predict, not a great game. Before we predict next week, shall we use Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Adam, honors. Uh, this will be easy for me to use because I know the brewer doesn't listen to this thing, so... He <laughs> <laughs> should. Um, as far as... Uh, something with this much hops it's actually pretty well balanced I didn't think so at first but the more I kind of got into it the more it warmed up I also like drinking my pays a little warmer um balance out a little bit but like it's drinkable um I don't I don't know what to give it I'm thinking like 7-3 maybe that's where I'm where I'm falling um Fair enough. It's good. Like, I'd have it again. Yep. I mean, obviously, I'll have it again. Yep. But, like, yep. it's, it would be tough to drink more than one, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Um, Sheep's So, I'm kind of in the same boat that you're in. The more I drank it, the more palatable it became. Uh, the more the flavor started to pop. 
it's a very juicy dipper, but I could definitely only have probably a pint and then move on. Um, I do quite enjoy it. I'm gonna go with an eight. It's a solid beer. Would drink again, and it's just tasty. Yeah. I think overall it's good beer. Um, I think two things I'm getting out of it that are kind of throwing me for a bit of a loop are there's a bit of a woody thing uh, going on, which is not necessarily bad. It just wasn't expect, expecting that. And there's also, and like especially in the aroma, there's like a little minty, like spearmint kind of thing going on, like herbal spearminty kind of thing, uh, almost like spicy spearmint. Hmm. Um, that being said, there's like, I get like a lot of like really, really dank. Like, I feel like there's probably like some Vic Secret or Galaxy in here because there's some like dank pineapple. There's Galaxy. Like, overri- sure. like the overripe pineapple where it almost it starts. get a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, I like it. It almost kind of has like nuances, like shades of Galactic Viking. It's like a Galactic uh, Viking on steroids. Yeah. For those listening who haven't drank Galactic Viking, that is a Kvike fermented, very galaxy, I believe Vic Secret driven beer. Mm-hmm. So like a lots of like overbright pineapple, tropical notes. But, but uh, now that you've mentioned it, I do get that more. The like overripe pineapple kind of no, thing? No, the like Galactic Viking. Yeah. But yeah. like. It's like shades of it. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not same, same, but they're like kind of. They're in the same they're, family. They're like cousins. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's similarities. Uh, I like it. Like you guys said, I would not be able to have a second one of these. I think that's mainly just because of like the amount of body behind it. I'm not typically a hazy beer drinker. Uh, I also wouldn't be able to drive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to give it 7.1. It's good. Mystery like Machine. It. Mystery Machine. If you're interested... It'll be a five As a brewer, it gives me anxiety knowing that this could never be replicated, no matter how well it sells. <laughs> and I think it will sell. Like it is a very. Yeah, it, it I is think a this good will beer, sell just fine. But especially because of the can, there is yeah. no way to fucking replicate. There's this. no way to replicate it. All right. Um, shall we jump into week seven of the NFL season? Predict. And before I move on and start asking you guys your opinion, I'm going to start off by saying. What the fuck, NFL? You have six teams on by this week and none next week. He's salty. Make, yeah. Make it make sense. And yeah. end rant. <laughs> no, I agree. That's it's ridiculous, <laughs> and especially for fantasy purposes, it just it, it just makes no it's sense. Fucking think up. about your fantasy teams, damn it! It's messing up my week in a, in a few leagues because there's there's one league I'm not in with you guys. I'm just going without a defense because I had to pick up a quarterback because. Joe Burrow is my only quarterback. I'm, in yeah, I'm, I'm in and a league. Just like, so it's Bengals, Steelers, and Cowboys. And Cowboys are on and by a couple this of week. other teams and um, everyone else. <laughs> so off air, before we jumped on here, I was telling Nick here that in one of my leagues, I am dressing not by choice, well by choice, but out of necessity. Elijah Moore, Jahan Dotson, and Jordan Addison. Only one of those guys would be in my daily lineup. Holy shit, Jahan Dotson has disappeared, eh? It's fucking bad. Yeah. Um, it's a product of Sam Hell just throwing to whoever he sees first. Yeah. All right. Which is and rarely right, downfield. right now it's Curtis Samuel. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow is Tomorrow. probably going to be a low-scoring game, depending on whether or not Trevor Lawrence ends up going. 
It is the Saints and it's the Jags. It's a short turnaround for Trevor Lawrence to go. I, I don't think he goes, soon, and please. I say Saints. Saints? Um, Saints have looked pretty good. Not great. It, it's all going to come down to Lawrence. If Lawrence doesn't play Saints, if Lawrence plays, Jaguars win. Yeah, I mean, even if Lawrence plays, what kind of I mean, partially healthy Lawrence is he going to be in? Yeah. Uh, the Saints' defense hasn't been terrible, so they could could thrive off of a half mobile Lawrence here. I'm going to go Saints um, just based on health alone. Mm-hmm. Selfishly, I had to play Rashid Sahid, so I also hope he goes off. It is the Please. Saints minus one point five. So. Um, yeah, if you're betting, if I'm betting on it, oh yeah, I do that part. You are, you do do I that. I probably part. take the Saints. Uh, all right. At one and a half, and I take the what's the total? Thirty nine and a half. Thirty nine and a half, correct. You probably take the under on that bad boy. All right, and then we start the morning off with a little bit of a Browns and Colts action. Browns. <laughs> Can't wait to watch this one. Uh, Browns are minus two point five, and it's another thirty nine and a half. In Cleveland? In Indianapolis. Hmm. Interesting. This is going to be another game where Jonathan Taylor is going to be average. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys previously said on a podcast, like told me, that when you're home, you automatically get a three-point swing, correct? Yeah, so they're saying... So it's technically it's a five-and-a-half-point swing there. Am I reading that correctly? You are, yes. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I go Browns on this one. I think a big part of that is the Browns have such Deshaun a good Watson defense. Deshaun Watson is back, so it's not I don't, think he, is. I don't think he is. From what I saw today, he is most likely going. It sounds like he is on the fence because he can't generate any velocity on his throws. Uh, regardless, I, I mean, re- neither, neither can P.J. Walker. I was, <laughs> I was reading there's a chance he doesn't go this week and beyond. Interesting. Um... The we'll Browns see. defense will win this one alone. Either way, yeah. I Gardner Minshew is doesn't matter who's behind fine against a terrible defense. He is going to struggle against yeah. a good defense. Yeah, um, their their pass defense is exceptionally good. So. Browns, and I take yeah. I take the Browns. Yep. Um, the Bills and the Patriots. The <laughs> Bills are minus eight and a half. Uh, it's a forty-one point five total. Is it in? It is in Foxborough. So essentially, eleven and a half point. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It is not going to be a high-scoring game, unless the Bills have suddenly figured out how to play football again, and they're like, "Hey, they don't have defensive players that are good anymore." See, I think it'll be high-scoring on one side. I don't think it'll be high-scoring overall. Hmm. I think the Bills are going to put up like I don't know, thirty-one, thirty-eight. Whew. Interesting on the Patriots. I, uh, Defense is pretty injured right now. Yep. Off- offense can't stay on the field. Defense won't get rested. I never bet on the Patriots. I'd be tempted to take the points there. I'd be tempted to take the Patriots at plus eight and a half. They're not going to win. Sorry, what's the points total? 41 and a half. Hmm. I would take the under and still say that the, <laughs> the Bills, Bills can get 35 on their own. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. All right. I think 30, that I think that finishes like that's going to be similar to the the Raiders game. I think that's going to be like twenty to fourteen. Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Bills. 
I just... I feel bad for the Patriots. See, are you picking <laughs> the Patriots then? I, I would take... Are you betting on the Patriots just I would, because of odds? I would, I, would take the, I would take them at plus eight and a half points, yeah. Fair. But so you think, you think they're going to win? No. No, he thinks oh, he's going to... That, 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 that means they're going to cover, cover the spread. The spread. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. I just wanted to clarify. Dude, they, they sure as shit ain't winning. Yeah. Crazier things have happened. I mean, true. Yes. They always... They do always play the Bills well. So, we'll see what happens. Bill Belichick knows how to scheme against that team. I'm taking Bills. You're taking the Pats to cover. You're taking Bills? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Raiders and the Bears... The Raiders. Um, the Raiders are minus three. Total is 37 and a half. Don't know where that accent came from. Um, I'm going to go Raiders just because <laughs> I'm assuming Badgen is going. Bilbo Badgen? Bilbo Badgen. Yeah. Yeah, I took, I, you take the Raiders all day at take minus the Raiders three. as well. Yeah. I think Max Crosby's going to have a fucking field day. Yeah. He's going to be whatever the bad guy is in Lord of the Rings. After. Although, once again, I need Roshan Johnson to play. And Sauron? Off, please. Sauron, that's the name. Yeah. Um, all right. Fuck. This, this is... The Commanders and the Giants. I just don't even know what to make of this game. Commanders. Commanders are minus three. The total is 39 and a half. Um, Holy 39 and a half this week. Yeah. In Washington? In New York. Daniel Jones mm. back or no? I think Ty- he's Ty- not Joey? practicing yet. So Tyrod? So Tyrod again. I thought the offense looked decent with Tyrod. I don't think Tyrod's terrible. I just don't think he managed clock well in this. One he made a shit decision on that, yeah. Throughout his career, though, he's been a reliable backup. Um, I am going to take the Commanders. I think that they're just a better overall team. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Giants to win and, yeah. and to cover. Well, obviously to cover. That might be one of my hot takes. I don't think that's really a hot take. That just might be one of my bets this week on the mm-hmm. underdog. Yeah. Pretty good value on that. You going Commanders. Commanders? Yeah. Uh, In fact, let's This see. is going to be a riveting game, folks. Falcons take on the Bucks. Bucks at home. Uh, Bucks are minus two and a half. Total is 37.5. 37. <laughs> 37.5? Uh, I, I just uh, don't know. I don't know what to make of What to say about this game. I think the Bucks win. I think this might be the worst matchup for quarterback play. Even if you live in Atlanta, are you watching this game? Laser mouse. Hi. Um, Are you watching this game even if you... No. I'm not watching this game. I bet you it's not going to show up on Red Zone. (laughs) I will... It'll be 0-0 to end. Yeah, you can get the Giants right now at 2.8 times your money. Mm. I'm going to put some money on them. Uh, I'm going to go Bucks just because I don't fucking know. I think the Bucks are better than the Falcons. I think Bijan will have a good game, and I say Falcons. That's I, my only reason. I want that to happen, so therefore I'll always also say the Falcons. Okay. Uh, you definitely take the points there, in my opinion. Though. Detroit Lions over the Ravens. Uh, total is 42 and a half. The Ravens are favored minus three. Oh, I slam Lions plus three yeah. all day. I, I'm taking Lions in this one. Yeah. That's I an th- interesting... I think it's, I think it's ba- very... Basically, very Vegas is saying that they're evenly matched. Yeah, which I, think I don't think gonna they are. it's going to be a, a very good game, but I think the Lions are going to win. Has I a, think it's has a chance to be a barn burner. What's the total? 42 and a half. Oh, yeah, I take the over, too. I don't think it will be a barn burner. I think... I Detroit's defense is good. I think Hutchinson can shut down anything in the middle here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. 
I, it depends on which Lamar shows up. What side this, of the bed he wakes up true, on? Yeah. I feel the like this, side or the. I feel like side. that game yeah. has the, the chance to be either the most exciting or the most boring game of the yeah, week. It, yeah, it can go either <laughs> way. Definitely. Um, all right, our so afternoon true. games start with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. The Seahawks, Seahawks are minus seven and a half. Cardinals and the Seahawks. Uh, the total is 44.5. This will be one of the three games that will be on TV for me as someone who does not have his own. And I will be complaining in the chat about why the fuck is this on TV? And, and I will say, say you chose Fubo. You should, yeah, you should have gotten his own instead yeah. of Fubo. Yes. I would, we would share the password with you, but you can't stream three devices at the same time, That's and correct. therefore it will not work. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Seahawks in this one. I don't know. It's not going to be a fun game. Yeah, again, if I'm betting on this, I might take the Cardinals to cover. Seven and a half yeah. seems like I a know. lot. Seahawks for me. I but just, it I just the, can't but pick it the Cardinals. It is the Cardinals, so I don't know. Yeah. It is in Seattle, so I think that's a major advantage. Yeah, I, just, I can't. Seattle home games, you get four points, not three. Because they're so loud. So loud, that 12, man. Uh... <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers and the Rams. Uh, Rams are minus three. Total is 43 and a half. Is Deontay Johnson back? Um, not yet. Okay. I wasn't sure if it Does was it this Does it matter? Week. I think he's close, uh, but new. No. I don't know if it necessarily matters big time, but like it will play an impact because... Kenny Pickett is not a good quarterback. No. But when you have more weapons... It does help. Is Kenny Pickett better than Russell Wilson right now? Uh, no. No? No, Russell Wilson's probably the better quarterback at the moment. He's better than Mac Jones, probably, though. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see any quarterback go on the Patriots offense right now and see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the only one that I could really think that would do anything in terms Just of... Tom Brady. No, not even Tom. Like, yeah, Tom, but I think... Patrick Mahomes could probably make something out of nothing there. I mean, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have much for weapons either. Like, so. That's what I mean. Like, I think he could probably go there and be like, hey, this yeah, is the same Patrick thing. Mahomes Outside of Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to go Rams just because I yeah, think they're Rams. a better team. Rams yeah, same. Um, all right. <laughs> wow. Um, Packers and the Broncos. God, there are some boring games this week. Broncos, Broncos at home. Packers are minus one. Packers. Total is 44.5. I'm taking Packers in this one. I'm taking the Packers, and I smashed the under. I just don't think the Broncos' offense is going to do much. I am looking at what the Broncos did last week. Who did they play? The Chiefs. It was a boring game. I might take the Broncos in this game. To cover the plus one? No, to win. To win? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I just don't see it happening. Also because I know that'll make Kyle Forbes angry. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we finally get to an exciting game. Yay! Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Ooh, that is uh, a good game. Chiefs are minus Divisional. five and a half. Total is 48.5. In KC? In KC. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. It's a good I, test. I, I don't even think necessarily this is like a 
make or break in terms of win or lose for the Chargers. I think it's going to be close, but I am picking Chiefs in this one. Hmm. I think it's going to be like, I don't know, four-point game, 27-23 kind of thing. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think the Chiefs win, but I think the Chargers cover. Interesting. I think if you're a Chargers fan, this might not be a fun game to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. I think it's going to end up in a loss regardless, so... I mean, we're all in a fucking rough boat this season for our team, so it's fine. I'm going like 34-17 Chiefs. Interesting. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, the Sunday Nighter is another good one. The Dolphins and the Eagles. Oof. Uh, Eagles are minus 2.5. Total is 51 and a half. Um, 51. I think the Dolphins win this. I think the... Where is it? It's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I say this is because on defense, specifically the secondary, the Eagles' defense has not been good. So if yeah. Tua can hit Tyreek and Waddle, I don't know how they're going to get covered. Has anyone also, does anyone know who the tight end in Miami is this season? I don't have a clue. Yes. Who? Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I had no I idea. Look, I was looking for a tight end the other day, and I was like, "Who? Like, who's who's Miami tight end? Like, he's got to be good." No idea. Yeah, not a clue. Uh, I'm picking Miami in this one. Uh, for the same reasons I said, or are you thinking that's just Sa- same, same reason? Durham Smythe. Pardon? Yes, Durham Smythe, and okay. he he has 11 receptions for 123 yards. Okay. Cool. Compared to Tyreek's 42. <laughs> Raheem Mostert has 18 receptions, so there you go. And HN has... So he's a, a pass blocking, or blocking And the end. other... I can't wait for HN to come back. Okay, their, their other tight end is named River Crackraft. So... Oh, he's the tight end? Immediately, he's my favorite player. So yeah, that, he has that's a, a fantastic name. River I th- Crackraft. I, th- I think it's pronounced Carcraft. Nope. Um, and I thought he was a wide receiver. <laughs> Crackraft. C- C-R-A-C-R-A-F-T. Okay. Hmm. Uh, um, are, are you taking the Eagles? I am taking the Eagles, and do, here's my only reason why. Uh, I think the Dolphins are a better team. Uh, the Eagles just got their shit embarrassed by the Jets, and they're going to come out swinging, and I think yeah. they're going to win. I think it's going to be a great fucking game. Yeah. I also might title this episode River Crack Raft. Uh, all right, reason. and the Monday Nighter, we Friday get... that Crack Raft. <laughs> Monday Nighter, we get primetime Kirk, folks. So the 49ers are going to win. Uh, more than likely. <laughs> yes. Not more than likely. Um, yes. There is a, a very good chance that happens. Um, the only way I see the Vikings winning is if CMC, Debo, and Trent Williams are indeed out for the game. I mean, even then. Even then. That'll be a big swing if they're out, to be honest. Um, it will be a big swing. I I just, I mean, Elijah Mitchell's still good. Uh, Jordan Mason's a good running back. Um. You still have Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle out there, so it's not like you lose those guys and it's all over. But you lose those guys, and but it's in Minnesota, right? Yeah, minus six. Oh yeah. You lose those guys, and it's a big part of your offense. 
uh, at least for Purdy, we saw that yeah. not having the dump off option really hurt him. Yep. I'm that. All that said, I'm still taking the Niners. Um, yeah. As big taking of a homer as I am, I would rather be. So all three surprised. of our teams might lose this week. Yeah. Not might. And well, that won't be the first time this season. So you both have a better chance than I do. So. Correct. We don't I think have Jones. I think the only one that actually has a chance of winning this week is the Chargers, and I still don't even think the Chargers are going to win. Yeah. <laughs> if we record next week and the Patriots are the ones that end up winning, <laughs> I... Well, I we, don't know what to do. Nothing <laughs> will make sense. Nothing will be right in the no. world. We will all wear Pat's jerseys. No. I mean, I have um, enough for all of you, so yeah. I. So for those of you guys listening, the three of us are in more than one fantasy league together, but we've just implemented a rule in which if a player goose eggs, um, you well, have that's to... That's a real thing that happens? Yes, that is a real thing. You have to shock on a beer. Um... I think I'm in danger of that happening this week, so... I think you should have to shotgun a mystery machine. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then be paralyzed from the waist down. <laughs> so I'm going to go find a nice light logger at some point. All right, that I is... I think we should just have a, a case of bush lights ready, at the ready for We should have natty lights. Beer 30. Oh, there you go. Oh. I don't even know if it's distributed out here, but maybe not. Alberta Genuine Draft. No, I think Beer shirt? Thirty AGD? was like number four on the the like worst beers of all time list that we read on a previous podcast. If I'm not correct. Oh, you should have to shotgun a Powerade, whatever the fuck oh, that thing Power was. Ale? Power Ale. Power Ale. I don't think you can shotgun that. That would blast a hole through your fucking head. <laughs> correct. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> um, all right, folks. You don't shotgun Power Rail. We still have to talk you. NHL. We're at an hour. I was just going to say, I'm trying to move on, and we're on fucking Power Rail. We're trying to talk about a, Power Rail. I have an NHL quiz for you guys, too. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about, really. Um, Edmonton got off to a slow start, and they rectified it last week, or last night. I think they won their first game. We're doing o- overreactions, right? Correct. Um, yeah, so... As far as our teams go, the Canucks are 2-1. and one. They got absolutely embarrassed by the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Outworked, outplayed. The only thing that was a saving grace was that Demko is really good at stopping the puck for the most part. And sometimes, yeah. And Tyler Myers is awful. I, I feel like everyone knows this. And Noah Juleson's not that far back. Uh, Calgary, I think, is 2-1. and one. Uh, No, 1-1-1. One, one, one. Fun. I... It's early. I'm not, I'm not impressed with what I'm seeing yet. As far as what? Um, as far as Markstrom still kind of looks iffy. The offense looks iffy. In game one, Markstrom did look good, though, right? Yep. But there's, I don't know, there's just, like, something's not gelling. Something's not right. I, it is game three under a new coach. So I think that'll take some time to kind of work There's still lots things. of shit up in the air, too, like the Hannafin, the Tanev, the Lindholm contracts. 
Word on the street is Tanev's coming home. Ooh, that's nice. To to Vancouver? Yeah. That wouldn't surprise Word me. Word on the street is just me saying it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not an actual thing. No. Um, we just I, I guess that I guess the talks with Tanev and uh, Oh yeah, cool. I didn't want any of that anyway. I thought it was the same. It's can right there. Or I thought it was different. We don't know. We don't know. Crack that can. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I guess I thought we're on the street was they've at least started talks with Tanev and, uh, and uh, Hannafin. That looks different. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that looks definitely different. That looks like little dog syndrome. But it... Hence why I didn't mix They them. haven't done any talks with Lindholm yet. And any? Holy crap, that smells like... That's little dog syndrome. Good lord, smell the hop, smell the hoppy. Oh yeah. That's why I didn't mix the two. Why I didn't take part and part. Um, I have heard that Hannafin has changed that, his tune as far as being willing to re-sign that. with Calgary. Yeah, it seems that way too. I, I, how the fuck are they going to afford I'd like to keep Lindholm. If he can come in at around a Bo Horvat, eight and a half mil, I would say yes, please. I but say if, that if be, he's if he's going if he's going asking more than nine, then if he comes at eight and a half, that's trading. a steal. I think Lindholm's better than Bo, and it's not even fucking uh, close. As it currently stands, yeah, nine, I I don't think it's like as big of a disparity as you're making it out to be, but I think it's I think Lindholm is better, yeah. Nine just on the surface feels rich. Nine a year. It, 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 it's all going to depend on term. Yeah, sure. But like, I'd pay him. I'd pay him up to nine and a half if he was just going to do a three year. And Columbus, how are we doing over in the I old mean, CBJ? They beat the Rangers. Where is their one two zero? Adam Fantilli. Uh, being eased into it. <coughs> Getting. A, decent amount of minutes but like they're not rushing him it's pretty clear he's gonna be like a middle sixer kind of meds guy until he looks comfortable and then i say 20 games he's bumped up yeah hmm. yeah i just think they're taking it slow so what i've seen so far from pascal vincent and his philosophy uh is promising i still don't think it has anything to do with the columbus blue jackets being anywhere near a playoff spot like i'm not i've seen some people posting about that online i think that's absolute nonsense i still think they're a team that's gonna be like best case scenario like wild card no i don't even think it's a wild card best case scenario i think i think it's like fifth or sixth in division best case scenario i think they're gonna be seventh uh but he's addressing a lot of the like laissez-faire attitude in the locker room to like, eh, who cares kind of thing. Mm. So mm. it's it's going to be a slow burn. But I think, uh, especially with Fantilli, I think it's going to be like a quarter of the season, like you said, and then he'll start seeing more minutes. And from there, he's going to start producing. Uh, he has had brief moments of looking very, very good. Uh, but you can tell there's just a bit of a learning curve there. He is a hard kid to root against. His big body, so like he's got that going from good skater, very smart, but just because you have all those tools doesn't mean you're immediately going to be elite. Yeah, CJ Tanner. Yep. I mean, you don't hear about him too because the NHL and every media outlet has a hard on for Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. And also, they put a franchise in a city that they didn't care to promote. 
in Columbus, Ohio, because it's hard to give a single fuck about Columbus or Ohio. Columbus. Which sucks, because the fans there seem to be... It's a very solid fan base. Like, Browns fans are a solid fan base. They love their Browns. There's nothing else in Ohio to care about. They love their... They love sports. Guardians. Sports. They love... I don't know if they love their Bengals, but they love... Uh, Bengals Blue fans jackets? for the most part are, are, are pretty uh, diehard. Blue Ooh, Jackets yeah. is a good market. Yeah, just it doesn't get marketed. Yeah, at all. So. Um, but, okay, you know. so you've, you've got... We're talking about overreactions. Do you guys have an overreaction? Um, I have a... F- I've got two. I have a few. I have a few. A few? I have a few. Are you taking a sip of this or no? Yes. You go first while I sip. Okay. Uh, first... Early season overreaction. Oh, I like that way better than whatever this is. Uh, is the Tampa Bay Lightning missed the playoffs? I, I don't think that. that's an overreaction because I think didn't all of us predict that they do I that? Definitely did. Uh, I had them in the playoffs. Oh, I did. Oh. In the wild card. Him and I both had them out. Okay. Well, I guess uh, that's an overreaction for you. Uh, yeah. If you had them in the playoffs, that's an overreaction. Early season overreaction. They missed the playoffs. Uh. <laughs> Mm. There's some barking mice in here. Uh, (laughs) I think my overreaction is Ottawa is going to be the best Canadian team out of the East. The best Canadian team out of the East? I think they're going to be the best Canadian team. They might be the best Canadian team overall. Period. They look very... Brady Kachuk is on a fucking mission right now. Who in the West from Canada is going to be better than them? I mean, you would think Edmonton. You would think. But that's my overreaction. What is your overreaction? That they suck. I mean, Edmonton? I mean, they're the... uh, Edmonton. Edmonton is the... I'm trying to think of, like, the NFL equivalent. What's the NFL equivalent of a a high-potent offense but a shit defense? Either the Chargers or the Chargers. Like, they (laughs) have... The Vikings. They have the offense. Cowboys, maybe. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys actually have a good defense. Um, the, Ch- the Chargers have a shit. I defense. think what I took from the two games against the Canucks was that you can't cover all of the warts with the two best players in the world. Their goaltending was subpar, no. and their defense That's was giving it credit, awful. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like They both looked and then like one, shite. The bad. one thing I have noticed, and I've noticed this in season past... But it's starting to like really creep up for me more, and I get annoyed by it. Is that the moment things start things start going south for the Oilers, players like Drysital and Nurse start to take cheap shots, and then McDavid starts whining. And once McDavid starts whining, the calls start to. I mean, is it any different from any other superstar though? Because Crosby had that throughout. The large, large part of the beginning of his career. He he does. Crosby's always wide, yes, but I don't think I've ever seen Crosby start to take cheap shots. I'm not saying cheap shots. I'm I'm specifically saying about the no, McDavid, I know, but I'm saying like, like the whining thing. The McDavid part, yes, but like the Nurse and Drysital, like the moment things start going poorly, it's like here's a couple of unnecessary slashes here. Oh, I took a penalty, got scored on. Yeah, like, you're just Drysital's yeah. really, a bit of a dirty player. Yeah. I didn't really realize. Also, that. I also have a, I'm good authority that he would fuck your wife. 
I <laughs> so he, he would. He would. I mean, yeah. But he's still a dirty player. <laughs> Can be. Uh, and Nurse is a dirty player. I don't like anything about Nurse. I think he's probably the most overpaid defenseman in the league. That brings next no. to nothing. Second. Easily. Seth Jones. Wierenski? Ah. Seth Jones. I was going to say Wierenski, too. <laughs> Seth Jones Got is him. the most overpaid defenseman in the league yeah. by a long shot. He is. Seth Jones makes a nine on. and a half? Somewhere around there, yeah. It's upwards of nine, and he is terrible. Because that Darnell Nurse contract looks. It's horrendous. It's what's going to stop them from being able to re-sign Dreisaitl once his contract's out. I was going to ask you guys that when his contract's up. Hey, look, I went to Cat Friendly, and they're just Oilers. It's like it knew. It did. Are you looking at Nurse, or are you looking at Seth Jones? Um, I'm looking at Nurse right now. Nurse makes <laughs> Nurse makes nine two five. That's um, I have a question for you. I think Seth Jones is actually 8.5, if I'm not incorrect. When Liam oh, Dreisaitl's contract is yeah. up, it's not till 2025. So two years. Well, let's pretend that his contract's up next year. Yeah. Is it ridiculous to give him anything under the $14 million a year? Um, no, but you also can't. Because if you go back up, uh, or down to the... <laughs> Where uh, do you want? McDavid, is, is down. McDavid, his contract comes up the year after. So unless you value Mc, uh, Dreisaitl more than McDavid, you're kind of forced to let Dreisaitl go. I, I also wouldn't put it past... Or you continue down the path of sign the I two best players I in wouldn't the world. put it past Dreisaitl to take a bit of a hometown discount there, yeah. to keep playing with him too. If I was on the Oilers, I would want to keep playing with Connor. I think it would have to be a drastic pay cut, though. Oh, wow. Seth Jones makes $9.5 million for the next... <laughs> till 2029-2030. Yeah, so my statement <sighs> rings true. The most overpaid Holy defenseman in the league. Fuck. The good news is Did that the Columbus Blue Jackets affect... give him that contract? No. Nope. The we day. traded him to Chicago, and, and then they, they gave him, him that yeah. contract. The good news so, is, well, he's twenty nine. Sorry to interject. Uh, the Blue Jackets, to their credit, have done some very good trading prior to people's contracts coming up. Seth Jones gets that contract. Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson, Sergey Bobrovsky. Oh, Sergey. Those four names right there, the Blue Jackets traded at the perfect time to not have to re-sign them for big numbers. And also, right before they fell off a fucking cliff. That's... Hasn't changed anything about us being shit, but... But the good news is, this contract doesn't affect the Blackhawks for a while because they don't really have to pay anyone. They're not... It's not like they're anywhere near the the salary cap. So if the Blackhawks want... Just over 11 million. Connor Garland. Give Patrick Kelvin a call. We'll take Blackhawks are bad I in heard, a lot of ways. Uh, I heard the Jackets. We'll take Connor Murphy. Connor Garland. For Connor Garland? I've heard yeah. that as well. They've apparently poked around. Uh, the Canucks and are, so have the Predators. Uh, yeah, the Canucks are allegedly willing to t- keep What's his current contract look like? 4.95 for three years. Three more years? Yeah, apparently the Canucks are willing now to uh, retain 30%. That's not bad for a player like that. He goes to Columbus. He's a second liner, easily. 
right away. So that's like 1.3. And he's a penalty kill roughly. One point, yeah. He's maybe. a penalty killing point. master, too. He's good at penalty kills. He's just, he's a very one dimensional player, I find. Um, he's a very outside kind of player. He doesn't really go to the net a lot. He does his spins, and he hopes for the best. He, he's a third liner currently for he, Canucks or he second? He was on our top line with Petey. Um, he, I told you. I think he got demoted uh, in the Philly game. And I think they want to make this trade sooner rather than later before he gets hurt or something mm-hmm. happens. So, um, Sorry, he was on the first line. Yeah. Okay, more overreactions. Uh, well, mine was that Ottawa is going to be the second best team or the first best team in the East. Um, I have I think and this probably isn't an overreaction but I think uh, Austin Matthews runs away with a scoring title <laughs> he's um, what is he on pace for? 164 goals? <laughs> something like that <laughs> it, it came down after last game he didn't score but he just looks fucking unreal right now he's a, he's a man on a mission yeah um I have some overreactions. This isn't really an overreaction. Um, I just wanted to mention it. The Golden Knights look very good. There is they no Stanley Cup hangover there. They look ready to yeah. re- repeat. Yep. Um, um, do you guys think Aiden Hill is the real deal? Yes. I do, yeah. You I need more from him in the regular season, I think. But so far... This does tie into my second overreaction, but uh, um, I'm going off uh, going off rails with my predictions for the Pacific, and I'm overreacting here and saying the Kings win the Pacific Division. Interesting, because hmm. I think I predicted them to finish. I think I predicted them to finish. The Kings second, over third. the Golden Knights. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I'd- do not see that at all. I think that's a pretty hot take at this point, to that be honest. very hot take. I had them finishing fourth. Uh, um, <laughs> is it as of hot? last week. I'm looking at my list now, and I'm like, wait, I have the, the Knights, or the Kings over the Knights in the back. Hmm. I think I had them third. But. Um, I had the Oilers third, so I didn't really believe in the Oilers, so that's good. Good. Yeah. Go me. My other overreaction right now, just depending on how they look, well, it is overreaction. Alex Debrinkat wins an MVP. The MVP of the heart. <laughs> he is. He's he's pretty good. He is finally where at a place where he wants to be, and he is the guy, and he's he is looked. Chicago, I is, think he's arguably been, maybe besides Austin Matthews, been the best player. So I think far. it's so unfortunate because if he really bought into, and I mean this might be unfair for me to say, but if he had bought into what Otto was doing, I think he could have had a very similar season there. Yeah. But it seemed like he just wanted to move on from the get-go. I mean, at the time, Ottawa was a shit show. Correct. But, like, it was a season removed of him being traded now, so... I think I think the Hart Trophy is going to go to... Wasn't... To, oh, sorry. DeBrinkett went from Chicago to Ottawa, and yeah. then... Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking in reverse here. I, uh, I think the Hart Trophy is going to go to someone in the Atlantic Division, and depending on who wins that division, whether it's the Maple Leafs, the Red Wings, or the Sens, it's going to Matthews, Debrinkett, or Brady Kachuk. Is my interesting prediction. 
Um, and also, the, my last one is the Devils. What about them? They're not looking great. Timo Meyer might be one of the worst contracts right now. He got benched. Yeah. For the whole third period. Yeah. It's not worse last than Seth Jones. No. It's not worse than Seth. <laughs> but I think but currently, like, like right that now, that is the worst contract in the NHL, probably. Uh, of the new contract side, yeah. this offseason. I That's think fair. they're they're a product of last year. They had no pressure on them, and they exceeded everything. And this year, they have a lot of pressure on them, and it's yeah not coming together right now. Um, I think one overreaction on my end here. This is based on the last two games, I guess. Um, Demko, finalist for Vesna. The guy that puked in his mask? Yeah. That's badass. <laughs> and gross. Yeah, very gross. But I would argue, judging from his performance, I would argue you go with Casey DeSmith as your starter. You are high. He's single-handedly, they have no shit shot in that game without him. I mean. The Oilers have played them like crazy. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm 40 to 16, yeah. so. They also got, last night, destroyed and but, Demko looked unreal like if it wasn't for Demko it probably would have been six to nothing but they still lost correct man I don't know I think you at least split them Casey I'm surprised Casey didn't get the start to be honest I am too even if even if Demko's healthy like he looked on it my thing with Casey DeSmith is that he has very terrible uh, rebound control and so a lot of the chances that Edmonton got in that game were based off of Casey DeSmith not being able to control the puck and letting them go back out into the slot yeah <laughs> I don't have much else to say I just yeah I mean I, for me it's nice to have a goalie where I'm like Okay, if Demko's out, we still have a chance to win. Where with Spencer Martin, we didn't really have that. Yeah. And you have that problem mm. now. Yeah, I mean, we don't have much of a chance to win regardless of who's in that. Okay. Anything else? No. No. I do have a quiz for you if you guys want to end on a Let's quiz. Let's do it. Let's end on a quiz. I'm taking this from Bar Down. So if you, if you saw this at, on Bar Down, then don't participate. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, but there's just some names on this that I was just like, that shocks me. Um, there are 12 players in NHL history to have ever scored eight points in a single NHL game. And between the two of you, I will honestly be impressed if between the two of you, you get so I want you to name me in NHL history all of the players that have gotten at least eight points in one NHL game. I feel like Gretzky's got to be on there. Gretzky is on the list. Lemieux. Lemieux is on the list. Both Gretzky. Gretzky's on there twice. Believe it or not, actually, Gretzky is only on there twice. What are you doing? Gretzky's on there twice. Uh, Gretzky's on there twice. That actually shocks me. Does that count as two? Nope. Ah. There's 12 different players. Oh, okay. Uh, Lemieux is on there three times. Okay. Uh, I want to go okay, with... so you have two of 12 so Peter far. Forsberg. That is not correct. Mm-hmm. 
what error are we looking at here? Um, there is one from the 40s, one from the 50s, one, two, three, four from the 70s. Um, everything else is from the 80s, and one, the one that shocked me the most, is from 2012. Okay. Uh, Rocket Richard. Uh, Maurice. Yes. So that's three of 12. Um, three of 12. There should be one, in my opinion, that's a dead giveaway, and it's the guy that has scored the most points in a single NHL game ever at 10 points. I'm going to go out of left field here and say Peter Stastny. Uh, that's not the guy, but he is on the list. Okay. He got four goals and four assists. Yeah, I, I figured he would with be With the in Quebec there. Nordiques. Yeah. Um, um, someone on the Quebec Nordiques in this same game also got eight yeah, points. Yeah, I just, I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of who it was. That was the main reason why I said Peter Sassany is because at that point the Nordiques were scoring. Okay, so you've already got four. Timo Salani. No. You guys don't know who holds the record for most points in a single NHL game? No, the top right I now. don't know. Really? Okay. Uh, did we say Sid? I didn't say Sid, no. Sid? Sidney Crosby? Correct. No, the one that got it in 2012, you will never, you will contemplate life when you, when I tell you who this player is. Because um, when I heard it, I was like, there's no fucking way. Theo Fleury. Nope. McGillany. Nope. Fleury. Mm-hmm. Nope. Messier. Nope. Uh, Luke Robitaille. Nope. Curry. Nope. Thought maybe Robitelle would be in there because he got Mike a metric fuck ton of assists. Nope. Jeff Carter. Nope. Fuck Jeff Carter. I'm, I'm drawing blanks here. The you only need two more to win whatever I was going to give you, which is nothing. The 80s. The 80s. There's, there's one Sorry, in the... was there any in the 90s? No. Interesting. Not overly surprising, but interesting. Uh, Bobby Orr. Nope. Another huh. defenseman, though. Another defenseman. In the 80s. 80s. Okay. The best defenseman in the 80s. Uh, Points wise. Points Mr. Mustache? What the fuck was his name? Mr. Mustache. Uh, the guy that played on Calgary? Yeah. Nope, that's Lenny McDonald. Yes, thank he you. He was not a defenseman. I, I could remember his last name, I just can't remember his. He yeah. played on the Oilers. Okay. Oh, fuck. Paul Coffee. That's, there you go. Yeah, so that's, that's five. five. Again, uh, you should have the free square, in my opinion. Uh, Guy Lafleur. Nope. This person did it on the Toronto Maple Played for the Toronto Maple Leafs in 1976. Six goals, four assists, ten points in one game. No. Too early. I'm not looking this up, by the way. I'm looking up Guy Lafleur. Ty Domi. No, in 1976. I don't know when Ty Domi played, man. 
Taidomi was like drafted in the 90s. <laughs> yes. Not Taidomi. No. Definitely not. And did Taidomi ever get even more than three points in a game? <laughs> probably not. Well, in that, in that era, probably yes. I am uh, I'm running out of uh, answers here. Daryl Sittler. I would have never guessed that. Really? Okay. That, that isn't necessarily all that surprising. I'm going to give you them now because this is bad podcasting. Yes. Uh, Bert Olmsted. Who? Oh. Never also did it. Montreal Canadiens. He played on the Is same that the line 40s or 50s? 50s. Played on the same line as like Boom Boom Jeffrey on and stuff like that. Okay. Mm. Uh, Tom Bladden. Who? For the don't, Philadelphia don't, Flyers. Don't even know that name. Would have never gotten uh, Brian Trottier for the Islanders. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, the person that got it, that got eight points with Peter Stastny in the same game was his brother, Anton Stastny. Oh. In the same game, uh, Peter had four huh. goals. Four goals, four assists. Anton had three goals, five assists. Uh, Wayne yeah. Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Patrick Sundstrom for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Bernie Nichols for the Kings okay. in 88. And the one that sh- shocked my life for the Edmonton Oilers in 2012, Sam Gagne. Had what? Four goals and four assists. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. That wrecked my it, brain. It's one of, those, one of those things where it happens in your absolutely fucking gobsmacked yeah. and then you move on with your life and you never think about it again. Yeah, until it came up and then I was just like, wait a mm. second. Yeah. Huh? Anyway. So Sam Gagne has the most points in a single game in NHL history. No. Is that what you said? No. No, Brian, or Daryl Sittler does. Daryl Sittler, sorry. I but, you he's, said. but Sam Gagne is one of only 12 players ever in the NHL history to get eight points in a game. I mean, when Sam Gagne was able to turn it on, he was... Special. He just was never consistent. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that record be broken. The ten. Bedard. Bedard will do. I want to see. It would be t- entirely uh, unsurprising to see McDavid break it. I want to see Go the ahead. ten be broken, and I want to see the most goals in a single game if, be broken. If McDavid breaks it, Drysaddle by proxy will probably be right there with him. Yeah, yeah. he'll probably have eight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, that was the quiz. Bam, bam, bam. We were decidedly average. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, did better than five. five. You got five. I was just happy five. to get Peter Stastny out of that one. I was happy to get Wayne Gretzky out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult one. Um, there it is, folks. All right. All praise. Well, this is a long one. Are we breaking this one up? Nope. I hope it's you guys long. listened all the way through. You are shenanigans. It's long. It's strong. And you gotta get that freak shit on? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Is that what you were referring to? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Very good. But we're gonna go with it. All right. Sports are fun. Beer's Sports good. Sports are good. All praise to that dog pound. <gasps> <gasps>